0: Sweet Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. The Lakers actually won a game over the Warriors at that. But before I get into anything, good morning, my loyal followers. Welcome to another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. I am B Dangerous, and we are back again with another show. I'm actually shocked about this, (laughs) about the subject of the show, because I didn't think the Lakers were going to win this game. I went in I came into this game lubed up and ready for another fucking loss. Truthfully, I was. So I'm like, I'm not expecting too much from this game, so what the fuck ever? We're gonna see what happens or doesn't or not happen. Because you have to remember, going into this, they've lost the last seven fucking games in a row. So I expected yet another loss. But the Lakers found some sort of pride in their losing ninth place asses. They're Their 20, 28 and 35 asses. They managed to win 124 to 116. Lahe got his thumb out of his sore ass vagina. And scored 56 points and 10 rebounds. And the only ones that are really talking shit are his fan base. Who have been fucking ghosts. They've been ghosts this entire fucking season damn near. Especially during this losing streak. But now the Lakers are winning and they want to come out and talk shit. Honestly, I don't give a fuck. And my ass was showing through all of these losses. I did shows about them, of course. And I sat there and I dared people to give me the same smoke that they would give other Laker fans. But, as expected, they don't. Stat lines. Austin Reeves, 10 points. Russell Westbrook, shockingly, had 20 fucking points. Malik Monk, 12 points. Melo, 14 points. So, pretty much, yeah, you got your thumb out of your asses and you actually won a game. Hooray, hip hip. But, <laughs> this, I can't even say this will be the equivalent to the point where the Lakers, where Kobe's Lakers beat the Warriors... During the 73-9 and season. It's not that big of a win because nobody expected them to win to win that fucking game. And that was definitely shocking in itself. Well, probably because of the Warriors were just... They damn near could have coached themselves that year. And nobody expected the Lakers to even touch them, let alone beat them. So, yeah. It's not that big of a win. But this... This was fucking shocking. And just last year, I shared a post about the Lakers being down to the Clippers. This was officially eight years ago today. They played the Clippers. The score in the third fucking quarter was 104-56. to And Mitch Keptek is standing there looking fucking -fucking re-fucking-tarded while the Lakers are just going down like the power bottoms that they were. And this is why... This is exactly why this Laker team doesn't shock me because I've seen worse. I've sat my ass through worse losses than what these motherfuckers are giving me now. So for y'all to even think that I should be just mortified and embarrassed by what the fuck this team is doing, not when I've seen worse. I've seen much worse just in case you fucking forgot. Because I'm not a Leahy fan. I didn't come around to 20 fucking 18 after dogging the Lakers for X amount of time whenever he was saucing, saucing in Miami and Cleveland. I am not one of those, just in case one might think that. I have know the history from the George Mike in years. So nobody can ever tell me that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about when it comes to the Lakers at any point in time. So get that straight. Nobody can tell me that I'm not loyal to these motherfuckers, regardless of who was on my team, regardless of people telling me what I should do. First of all, first of all, if you had no problems with me dogging and Kobe and the team of Misfits that he had, the D-League motherfuckers, the young players on the team back then, you don't have room to tell me shit about what I should be doing for, li- for li- this team. If, Co- if really, oh my goodness, I almost said LeCobie. Five, six, seven, eight. If I can give Kobe the same smoke, and God knows how much I love Kobe with every piece of heart that I have, like, he ain't safe either. If I can dog players like Robert Scarce, if I can dog players like fucking Swaggy Penis, Jordan Clarkson, D'Angelo Russell, uh, Chris Kamen, the first version of Kent Bazemore, Ryan Kelly, Tariq, Tariq Black. Um, I'm literally trying to think of people off, off the top of my head. Um, let's see, I already said Ryan Kelly. Jordan Hill. Jody Meeks, if I can go off on players like that, then guess what? Latouette, Mello, Russell Westbrook, Glass AD, the power bottom forward, Dwight Howard. None of them are safe either. So regardless of who was on my team, you get the same treatment. No preferential treatment here. And that's one thing that people can't say about me. You can say that I do too much. You can say that I talk a lot of shit. You can say a lot of different things or the same shit about me, but you can't tell me that I'm not loyal. You can't tell me that I don't call things exactly like I see it. You literally can't tell me nothing that I haven't heard from multiple fucking people. And the more you complain about how B-Dangerous is about my teams, especially the Lakers, the more I'm going to fucking do it. So to even think, to utter some bullshit like that and think I'm supposed to be... And think I'm supposed to be a certain way? Nah. I might not be Joy Taylor. I might not look like Joy Taylor. But one thing to me and her have in common is we call things like we fucking see it. And if you don't like it, well, tough titty. You're going to have to fucking deal with it. But anyway, any fucking way. With the Lakers winning this game, it's a big win for this team. Because with how they've been this year... Just being the biggest underachievers in NBA history. They needed something to spark them. And them beating the Golden State Warriors should have done that. But I don't expect a turnaround. I don't expect this team to finally figure out what the fuck it is they're supposed to do and how to win. Because it's honestly, it's too late in the season to really turn anything around. Especially when you're in ninth place. And you have teams like the Memphis Grizzlies. You have... You have teams like the Warriors. You have teams on the East that are doing well. You got the Heat doing their thing. You got the Bulls, of course. Like I said in the last episode, you got the Bulls over there doing their thing. You have Milwaukee still being relevant. You have Cleveland on the rise. Like you have different teams that are coming up. So, as for the as for the Lakers, I don't expect anything. I don't expect mountains to move. I really fucking don't. Plus, the morale of the team is down. And management and players, because everything has been shaken to a score. And now that everything is all fucked up, but he is looking for an exit strategy, especially when his son is coming to the, into the league. He wants to say wherever his son is going, that's where he's gonna go. So whatever your team, so whatever team little Lebronny is gonna go to, you're gonna run your ass for high water there. And honestly. The day that Leahy leaves the Lakers will be a happy-ass day. Because I didn't beg for him to come to the Lakers in the first damn place. I wasn't on my hands and knees begging for him to come there. At first, I'm like, fuck that. Hell no. I'm against it. But then, as more the more I started to think about it, the more it made sense to me. Lahe fans always talk shit about Kobe and the Lakers for years. Then when he became a member of the Lakers, they wanted to change their tune and quote-unquote respect Kobe and the Lakers. After all the bullshit that y'all talked on the Lakers for years, laughed at every loss that Kobe had, every injury, you really have no room to tell us shit or say shit to real Laker fans. Especially when they thought they were going to come in and run shit. I've learned over the years to just ignore those motherfuckers because they already know what it is here. Because I used to go back and forth with certain Leahy fans and tell them exactly what the fuck I said without being completely disrespectful. Because I'm not disrespectful unless you are. So I'm going to let you know that I know what the fuck I'm talking about and how you hold no weight with me and how your man needs to fall in line just like quote unquote we had to fall in line when he got there. But those same damn people ain't saying a damn thing to us now. Because they already know that it's going down. They already know that that Lahee is going to fucking leave the first chance he gets, like he always fucking does. Run to higher ground when the team that he ran a, ran away to is now fucked up because of shit that he caused and management actually let happen. So you know what? I'm just going to wait for the day where it comes that Lahee James goes to the same team that little little ah, damn that little little brownie will go to. But, yeah, I had to get this out of all out of my damn system because the Lakers actually won a game four damn once. And, yes, if I can stand my ass firm and bask in the losses, you fucking right that I'm going to talk about a rare win. So, yeah, pucker up and suck it. You guys that have been listening to the show consistently, I thank you guys so very much for your support and your love. Keep letting the show grow. I appreciate you guys so much. And on that note, I am out of here. Peace.